Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast channel. Okay, so today I watched Thor, Love and Thunder for the first time for the whole way through. It's the first time watching it the whole way through. Um, <laughs> I, I, I kind of took a napsy, a little napsy, uh, on the first viewing of it. So, girl. All right, let, let's get into this. Um, it was, you know, okay, so first of all, a lot of people are giving this movie hate. They're... Um, maybe not everybody, but I've seen a lot of reviews on it. People saying that it's the worst of the Thor films. We didn't watch the same movie. Um, so is it the best Thor out of the four Thor films? Uh, no, it is not. Is it the worst? No. How I rank the Thor films, and you can come for me, I really don't care, um, is I think the worst one out of all of them is number two, Dark World. Uh, I guess this one has worse reviews in Dark World. Bitch, I don't see how. Um, <laughs> the third place, uh, trophy goes to the first Thor. I, it's okay. It's a cute movie. Sure. Um, this one I think is second. I think this is the second best Thor. Um, and then obviously the first, the first place is going to be, uh, Ragnarok. You really can't top that. Um, in my opinion, I think that movie is like peak Thor for me. I, it was fun. It was a fun movie. Um, I love his relationship with Bruce. I love, I love seeing Bruce bounce off some of the other characters. And I think Thor is a fun one. Um, yeah, I mean, and I'm not a huge Loki fan. I really don't care too much about Loki. Um, but I like the dynamic of the brothers as well. It's also like the last time you see, you know, basically most of the, you know, the cast. So I do like that. Uh, this one obviously has a whole different roster of people in it. I mean, there's a few favorites that we remember, like Valkyrie of, Valkyrie's in this. I love her so much. Um, Thor's rock friend from the last film. He's, you know, he's an interesting character. Natalie Portman's character is back, Jane Foster, in this. Um, Darcy, I think her name is Darcy, is in this as well. Um, who else? From, like, Sif is in this for a few... She's always in it for, like, a few minutes. <laughs> like, I'm like, what is the point of you at this point? Um, we do get some new friends, like, not new friends, but, like, the Guardians of the Galaxy are in this film. They have, you know, a little part in this, in this movie. And we have a new uh, villain named Gore. Now, what bothers me about Marvel films, even to this day is I feel like we don't get enough of the villain. I feel like the villain is all, like, the villain starts off strong, we like them, and then I think they just really fall flat. Uh, and I hate these one-shot villains. I can't stand, and Christian Bale is a great actor. He's a great actor. And to just have him on the payroll, I'm like, you know, certain people you should just keep, okay? Certain people, like, villain or not, you should just keep them because you have them on the payroll. Now, I do understand that we have, like, you know, basically, um the, you know, uh, what is it? I'm sorry. The multiverse, whatever. Um, where, you know, they can exist in other, you know, uh, other forms. So no one's like technically really, really, really good, but still it, it just, it, it kind of sucks when you have these one shot villains, you know? Um, especially with, like I said, someone of the caliber of Christian Bale, he's a great, great actor and he could, he could play anything. You could, you could, you could have him play a role of toilet paper and he would just do that so well. Um, He's he's great. He's just a really, really, really great actor. And I love him in this role. I do like this role a lot. I wish I, there were more for this character. I love his responses. I love his actions. He's creepy looking. He looks so cool. He's just like, you know, blah of any color except for like blood. And then he has like black teeth. He's got these really creepy, you know, yellow eyes. He's a really fun character to look at aesthetically. I love it. Like he's one of the, the scarier looking villains, if you will. And I really appreciate that about him. I like what he can do. 
I wanted more creep factor from him, though. I thought I was going to get a little more, and I didn't. But um, I wanted more from that. So anyway, the film starts off with him. He's basically like, I wouldn't say a slave, but he is basically this God-fearing man with his daughter. Um, their tribe, I think, has been like invaded or they've been starved out. And they are in like a desert. Um, unfortunately, this, by the way, spoilers all over this. You're going to know what happens. Unfortunately, his daughter ends up dying. And just before he dies, he hears like a call, like a voice calling to him. And so he walks a little further and he sees there's this beautiful, like, almost like oasis. And there's a god there. And he's like laughing and all his people are laughing and stuff. And it's the god that he serves. And he's just like, hey, you know, our people are dying. We've been waiting for you. Is this the moment? You know, are you going to come and save us? And he's like, I don't care about you guys. You know, you're, you're meant to serve me and then die. That is your purpose in life. And he's explaining, he's like, my daughter just died. All these things just happened. Like, are you going to move? And he's like, no, I'm not going to do anything for you. I don't care about you. And they just killed um, a god killer. So they're really happy that they, they killed the god killer. The god killer's vanquished. They're good. And Gore gets really upset, obviously. And that's when the sword calls to him and chooses him to be the new god killer. So he takes up the sword. He kills that god. And yeah, he's on his mission. He's now become possessed by the spirit of the sword. So he's kind of screwed at this point. So no matter what happens, he's going to be screwed. Uh, anyway, we then cut to Thor, who is trying to help save this planet uh, from being destroyed. And they're trying to save like this, this special temple, of course, because it's Thor. He ends up missing the mark and destroying the temple, but, you know, saving everyone. And he's with the Guardians of the Galaxy. So we get to see him along with Peter Quill. We get to see Mantis. We get to see... Uh, Groot, we get to see Rocket, we get to see, uh, what's his name, uh, Drax, and, and Nebula, and the rest of their motley crew, and that's, that's cute. We don't get to see Gamora. Gamora's not in this, unfortunately. I love Gamora, but she's not in this. Um, but we get to see them, and kind of how he interacts with them, and they're kind of ready to part their ways. They, they want to go do something else, and Thor has his own mission to go on, because now that there's a god killer, it's going after obviously the gods and uh he gets a message from Sif that she's under attack and so he decides I'm gonna go with the rock guy whatever his name is I'm gonna go with this rock character and we're gonna go help Sif so that's what they decide to go do um and so after that we cut to Jane Foster and she wrote a book and she has cancer stage four cancer and so she's battling that and Darcy's obviously coming to see her um she kind of wants to keep it on the low low key she's but she's even though she's, like, passing away, she's still very, like, sciencey. So she's over there probably trying to save it. I honestly kind of, like, wasn't thinking about what she's doing, but she kept trying to go back to the lab. And Darcy's like, dude, you're sick. Like, you, like rest. Just rest. And she's like, I can't rest. I don't want to rest. I got to do this thing. Yada, yada, yada. It is... Anytime people are around Thor, it's just, it's just bad. Thor is like, Thor, even though he does a lot of sweet things, he, he's, a, he's a bad omen. Like, don't fuck around with Thor. Don't be friends with Thor. Just leave him alone. Um, anyway, right? Because, I mean, come on, girl. 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 He's lost a lot, girl. Anyway, so that happens. And um, we end up cutting to Thor. He goes to save Sif. She's missing an arm. And I, I'm not sure she... Rec- I don't remember what happens to Sif. I think they get her, like, to safety or whatever. And she's okay. But he takes her to Valkyrie. And um, that's when, you know, the god killer is there. He's waiting for them to show up, basically, to trap them. So he show- Thor shows up to, go, you know, go help Valkyrie after them being under attack and stuff. By the way, Jane visits, like, uh, the new Asgard. And she sees... Uh, Volmir, I think it is, the, the, the sword, or the sword, I'm sorry, the, the, the uh, hammer, and 
she like places her hand on this like glass thing or whatever and it kind of forms together and pieces itself back together making her the new Thor. Um, I forgot, what, what do they call her? She's not Lady Thor, she's called, oh my God, what is she called? She says what she's called in the movie, I can't even remember. We're gonna call her Lady Thor because I really don't remember what she's called at this point. I wrote it down. I just I forgot. I, I didn't care. Um. Anyway, her Mighty Thor, Mighty Thor. Anyway, so yeah. So he goes to the village and he, you know, he's fighting alongside Valkyrie and all these all these like monster spider looking weird things are coming to attack. The you know they're taking the kids. Um. And that's when he sees her. He sees like the hammer and he's like, that's my hammer. Like he's calling to it. He's trying to grab for it. It will not come to him. Eventually it swings his way and he goes to reach for it. And then homegirl pulls it back and you see, oh my God, it's Jane. And so he like freaks out. He's like, you know, what are you doing here? Da -da. You left me eight years ago. And they just go into this long talk about their relationship. And you kind of get the backstory of what happened. And, you know, basically they got really too busy for each other. She was, you know, working on, on things and experiments and stuff. And he was out saving the world. And so they just kind of got busy for each other. Um, she's refusing to tell him that she has cancer at this point. So he's just kind of surprised and doesn't understand. And it's cute. There's a little back and forth with him and the hammer. He keeps wanting to get the hammer back from her. But, like, his axe is jealous and is just kind of like, uh-huh, I see what she like, no, you don't need that. You got me. And that's kind of like the back and forth that they have. Anyway, so the god killer ends up stealing all the all the kids' gore. And they're kind of like, what the fuck? We have to go get him. But he's like in a shadow room. So they don't know really exactly where to find him. They just know that he's going after gods. So Thor is like, well, let's get a team of gods together to take him down. He stole our kids. He's trying to get to this well, actually, it's revealed later. Zeus, who's in the film played by Russell Crowe, uh, reveals later that Thor, uh, that uh, Gore is trying to go to, like, the end of the world or something like between universes and shit like that, where he can make a wish. And if he makes that wish, then it's all going to come crumbling down. But Thor, but, like, Zeus is like, he's not going to make it. He'll never make it there. If he makes it there, he might make a wish that all gods go extinct or die, and that would ruin everything. And Zeus is kind of, like, he's kind of scared. So, anyway, I'm sorry. Um... Thor decides, him and his friends go, we gotta go and talk to Zeus, get all the gods together. So they go talk to Zeus, and Zeus is, like, not impressed, whatever. Thor ends up getting, like, sort of captured, but not really, uh, for saying the wrong thing, and his clothes are stripped off. We get to see cheeks or whatever, and, of course, the girls faint, like, in the in the movie. Um, and it's just ridiculous. Anyway, they want to steal Thor... Uh, uh, What's his name? Sorry. Zeus's lightning bolt. They really want to steal his lightning bolt. He's a very big, showy Zeus. He's just very extra, which of course he is. It's a Marvel film. Like, this movie is just very extra. Expect extra when you watch it. But to me, it's a good sequel to Ragnarok. Because, like, the first two Thor movies were just okay. But Ragnarok really brings a lot of fun and character in it. And in my opinion, this movie doesn't drop the ball. I think this movie really lays it. In fact, to me, it even adds an extra layer. Because it's just, there's a lot of funny silly, quippy moments in this film. And Thor is, of course, a complete idiot. Like, I'm, like, Thor is one of those characters that by now, he should be smarter. He should be a little bit better. But he's just kind of not. Like, I don't know. Thor is just, he's Thor. Like, Thor is Thor, is Thor okay? Thor is Thor. Anyway, um, so yeah, like, Zeus is like, I'm not going to give you my lightning bolts. I'm not going to help you. Yada, yada, yada. He ends up fighting, uh, his, some of his guards end up fighting with Thor and his friends, and he ends up, like, killing the rock guy. Um, like, not really killing him, but, like, you know, I guess dismantling him or whatever. Disassembling him, let's say that. 
And he's still alive because the face is still moving so he can talk. So he's alive. He just doesn't have a body. Um, So he can't be reassembled. And Valkyrie, like, sticks him on to the back of her head. We get a couple of shots of her fighting, but his head is, like, facing the screen. Some weird shots like that. But obviously, you know, this pisses off Thor that his friend, you know, is technically dead. At the moment, he thinks he's dead before he realizes he's not. And he, uh, shot, like, shoots a lightning bolt. I'm sorry. Zeus hits Thor with a lightning bolt. Thor grabs it and shoots it back into Zeus's chest, killing Zeus. And it's kind of like, now I have the, the, the lightning bolt. Now we're going to go after, uh, the God killer. He's able to contact, uh, the kids because the kids that are stolen, because Handel's son is amongst those kids being stolen. And he has similar powers to his father. So they can kind of like communicate with one another. And he can kind of like, he kind of reassures them. We're coming for you. Don't worry. We have you. Yada, yada, yada. But Gore keeps trying to scare them. And he's very like, I wanted more moments of Gore killing gods, which is another, another thing about this that a lot of fans are saying is that there weren't enough moments of gore killing gods. I agree. I think we only see him kill like one, two, I think maybe at, at most. So he does not get a lot of that, which I thought was really unfortunate. Anyway, um, Thor and the others are on their way to stop him and they found where he is hiding the kids. And it's a place with no color, no nothing, no life. Um, They land on it. It's like a moon. They land on it and they find there's no one there. And that's when um, Mighty Thor, uh, Natalie Portman's character, realizes that they've stumbled into a trap and that Gore wants um, the axe. I don't know what the axe's name is called. I'm sorry. But they want, he wants the axe because the axe is a gateway. It's like, it's a portal. It's a key. So they're like, if we take that, Gore's like, if I take that, I can get to the end of the world wherever, or the end of the universe, wherever the fuck, and make this wish. So he kind of plays them to going there. They end up going there, trying to fight him, but yada, yada, yada. He stabs Valkyrie, which the, the whole point of this movie for me, I was like, if Valkyrie dies, I'm done. If Valkyrie dies, I'm done with Thor for life. I'm done with the Thor movies. I don't care. Because she's my favorite character out of all the Thor characters in these movies. I love how Tessa plays her so well. And I just really love her. And I'm so tired of Thor losing everybody and every fucking thing. Like, it, I, I, it, it's a running joke, but I hate it. And she's one of the only characters that hasn't died. So when he stabbed her, I was like, fuck, I just knew it. I knew it. I was like, I fucking knew it. But she doesn't die. Thank goodness. Natalie Portman's character, uh, Jane, kind of picks her up and they go back to Earth. But, of course, anytime Natalie Portman disassociates herself from the hammer, she's dying faster. It's killing her faster. So she ends up, you know, uh, falling or whatever. Every now and then she'll come out of it uh, for the fights with Gore or whatever. Like, he'll, like, able... He's, like, pushed her out of her or some shit. And, like, she, she'll lose the hammer. And when she loses the hammer, I think she, like, falls out of being Thor and goes back to being Jane. Anyway, there's a hospital scene, and we find out that Valkyrie's okay, but she's hurt. She might have lost a kidney. Um, but then they were telling Thor that, like, if she keeps phasing, uh, as in uh, Jane, she will die. Like, she's only dying faster. It's killing, like, the the, the uh, mighty Thor is killing her faster, basically. And he's telling her, like, you know, I gotta go back and save these kids. I gotta go back and do this thing, yada, yada, yada. You need to stay here, because I'd rather you be here. I love you, and I want you to, like, live your last days you know, maybe we'll find it here, maybe whatever, don't do this anymore. It's killing you faster. I want more time with you, is basically what he's saying. And of course, she's upset about it. They have a moment, yada, 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 all this stuff. Anyway, so he goes back to save the kids and he uses Thor, Thor, I'm sorry, Zeus's lightning bolt to basically um, 
transfer his powers to the kids. That way everyone has the power to, to stop the nightmare creatures that uh, Gore is creating. So the kids have like some really cool moments of fighting, you know, Gore. At first I thought, oh, his monsters. At first I thought they were gonna kill off some of the kids, which I was kind of like, oh my God, please don't do this. Please don't kill off the kids. I don't need to see any more dead kids. Okay, Harry Potter, all these other movies, they've traumatized me for life. I don't need to see kids die in the MCU movies. It's gonna happen at some point, but I don't need to see now. And luckily that doesn't happen. I, I kind of love that Handoff's kid is the one that, uh, Handoff's kid is the one that like uh, um, leads the children. And it's really cool. It's, it's a cool little moment in the movie. I love it. And so Thor is left to fight uh, Gore, Thor and Gore, by himself. Um, and there comes a point where Gore gets the upper hand in the fight and Thor's like, fuck, you know, this might be it for me. And that's when Jane comes back one last time to help him fight. And of course this means again, she's put on this mantle, so this is really bad for her, and, you know, Thor is really broken hearted about it, but the kids are happy that she's there, and it's just this, you know, they go into this huge fight with Gore. He ends up unlocking the seal to get to this, this like, place he needs to get to to make the wish. So anyway, they're fighting, she breaks his sword uh, with the hammer, because the hammer can split into pieces and, like, go hit things, and then it'll come back together. It's really cool how it does that, but it, uh, it breaks apart and then she's able to, like, her hammer's able to break his sword, which then, like, makes the sword disappear and kind of makes him powerless at this point. So they end up in this, uh, like, the it will call it the end of the world kind of thing. Like, I think it's Kingdom Hearts 3, when Sora's, like, in this, like, end of the world type situation. He's, like, walking on water and shit. That's, they end up in that kind of world. It's very Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, and he sees, like, this god, this, this god of the universe, whatever, and so he goes to try to make a wish, and that's when Thor is like, you know, make your wish, whatever, but, you know, you can make a wish to bring your daughter back, and he kind of thinks about it, and he's like, you know, oh my gosh, like, but if I bring her back, I'm dying, so what am I gonna do? I'm dying, I, I won't <laughs> be able to take care of her, and Natalie Portman's character's like, you know, he's like, uh, uh Gore's like, she'll be alone, uh, without me, and Natalie Portman looks up at Thor, and she's like, she won't be alone. Uh, indicating that either they or Thor will take care of her. And Thor kind of makes this promise to him that he will take care of his daughter. So Gore makes a wish to basically see his daughter again. His daughter comes back. And what's really cool is you can see through the ripples in the water that there's something different about his daughter than before. And she looks like Singularity. When I first saw this movie, I was like, is that Singularity? Are they bringing her into this? Like, that's not her story with Gore, but that's cool. Like, she could be in this, which makes sense. Cause like, it's, it's, you know, we're in phase four, might as well. So his daughter could potentially be the spirit of Singularity. I'm not sure if it's true, but it's a possibility. Cause she looked a lot like her from the upside down of the water. You have to catch it, otherwise you'd probably miss it. Anyway, so in that moment, he ends up losing uh, Natalie Portman's character. And there's all this talk of going to Valhalla once, uh, once a, uh, like a true hero or like, you know, like someone of Asgardian or godly descent dies, they go there with all the greats. And so she ends up fading away. Um, so yeah, her, her character, Jane is dead, at least in this universe. I say this universe because there's a multiverse out there. You know, she's alive somewhere, right? Anyway, so it's just Thor and this little girl. And he ends up, like, raising her at the very end. They go back to, I think, uh, new Asgard. And he raises her as his own kid. And it, it's it's cute. You know, we get to see fatherly Thor that we didn't ask for. We get to see that. Uh, which was a conversation I had earlier in the movie between the rock thing and, and uh, 
Tessa Thompson's character, Valkyrie, of if they'll ever have any kids. And basically, they have one, but they don't because she's not biologically theirs. Um, so he's now taking care of Gore's kid. He, she's got really cool powers. She can do a few things. She seems really strong. I think she ends up getting the axe and he ends up having um, uh, his hammer back by the end of the film. So it, it's it's cool. Um, I want to make sure I get, I touch every key point. Um, and then, so yeah, that's basically how the movie ends. It ends on a happy note of like, you know, he, he, she is the love and he is the thunder basically, you know, he's the, he's the thunder god obviously, but she's like the, the love that the movie's talking about. Um, that's the whole premise of this movie is what will you do for love? Um, basically. And the ending credit scene, uh, which I was so glad this happened. Uh, cause I kept thinking the whole time they were showing Zeus, I'm like, you better, you better bring her. Mind you, I didn't really read into any of it. I wasn't watching a lot of the, the spoilers and stuff, so I didn't know what was happening. I chose to stay spoiler-free for as long as I could, and I didn't know he was in this. But I was like, you better bring in Hercules. If you're going to bring in Zeus, you better bring in Hercules. So we find out at the end that Thor, that uh, Zeus is not dead. It's kind of hard to kill a god. That Zeus is not dead, and he's but he's pissed. He's like, you know, Thor and all them, you know, they, they, they belittled me. They made me look like a punk. So you need to go handle them. And it turns out to be Hercules and Hercules is going to be coming. So I'm so happy about that. We'll get our first, well, not our first, because Fastos was the first gay MCU character that we have. But now we have Hercules. It's about to be on and popping. Yes, I'm excited. That makes two, makes two, girl. Um, actually, there's a, there's a few other ones too. LGBTQ representation coming in the house. Um, and then the second scene. Um, what was the second scene? I feel like I should, it was like really memorable. Right? Oh my God, what was it? Oh, the second cutscene is Natalie Portman going to Valhalla and she's welcomed there by Hamdahl. And he was like, you know, thank you for taking care of my child. Yada, 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 welcome. And that's the end of that scene. So we get to see that she's ascended and it's, it's it was a, to me, it was a really pretty film. Um, I, I liked it. I, I really did. I would watch it again because I thought it was charming. I wanted more from the villain. As I say, these one and done villains, I hate that shit because I think there's a lot of really good villains that they kill off very early and characters in general. Quicksilver, hello, anyone? He's not a, he's not a villain, but I'm saying he was a good character and they killed him off so fast. And it's like, stop killing people off the first time you introduce them because some of these villains are really dope or some of these people are just really dope and you don't give them a chance when you kill them off like yeah you've created a multiverse so they can always kind of come back but even to me that's a bit lazy some of these characters you they deserve more than one film I think Gore is an example of that I really think he was cool and I would love to see him build more you know I get that there's every phase has a main villain but you don't have to kill off all the other villains to get to this main villain like villains can work together you know what I'm saying I don't um, but yeah, this was a good movie. I, I didn't hate it at all. I, I thought it was really charming. I thought it was fun. Um, I thought Chris, Chris Hensworth does a great job. He's just a great job as Thor. He understands the assignment as Thor. And I like him. Natalie Portman was really fun to watch too. Um, Tessa, I love Tessa Thompson. Top, third billing. Third third top billing for her, I think. She was third, I think. Great, great job. Love her. Um, it's great to see Christian Bale in anything. I think he's amazing, like I said. And yeah, just really, really great actors. It was a fun film overall. The the sheep, the shouting, screaming sheep, couldn't stand them. But or the goats, whatever the fuck they were. But I couldn't stand them. But I like this movie a lot. Um, it was cool to see Russell Crowe as Zeus. I'm so glad that Zeus is in this because, like I said, I was waiting for Hercules, and they did not disappoint. He's going to be in the next one. He might not have been my choice of actor for Hercules, but I'm glad that at least he's in it. 
it. You know, I'm excited to see Hercules in this thing. Because Hercules and Thor have always been two of my favorites when it comes to, like, you know, like, mythologies. And Zeus and Odin, of course, too. So it's kind of cool to see those parallels. There was an episode of uh, the show Hercules from Disney where he meets, I think, Hades. Uh, not Hades. Um, is it Ares? Ares, uh, Thor, I think, and uh, Odin, I think. Uh, if I remember correctly. And that was really cool to see that, like the parallels of these two characters. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to see uh, what happens uh, in, in future installments between those two characters. Will they fight side by side? It'd be cool to see like Hercules and his weapon with Thor and his hammer would be so dope to go side by side. Hell yeah, that'd be so dope. So I'm excited for that. But yeah, Thor Love and Thunder is now on Disney+. Plus. I recommend giving it a watch. I thought it was a good time. We are going to get into the show She-Hulk more. I want to talk about her a little bit more. Um, just kinda, I, I think the show's interesting. It's not my favorite, but it's not the worst either in a way. It's cute for what it is. I just think it's a cute show. And yeah, I like it. And anyway, I'll see you guys next time. Have a great rest of your day, night, evening, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. I'll see you later. Bye-bye.